0: Welcome to Emmanuel Christian Church, the house of Judah, the house at the gate. Please join us as we'll be listening to Apostle Vincent Bluant, the head pastor of the Emmanuel Christian Churches. I believe this is the right time, the book of, Ephesia, uh, the book of Hebrews chapter 11, can we go there please? Hebrews chapter 11 from verse 1. It says, now, faith is the reality that is hoped for the proof of what is not seen. Hallelujah. Faith is the reality, as it says there, the reality of what is hoped for. I don't know tonight and for this week, what is it that you hope the Lord to do for you. I don't know what is it that you desire for God to do for you. But I want to tell you. That God has you covered. That God has been thinking about you. That is why he sent Jesus. That through him you will not perish. But you will have an everlasting life. It is the intent of God to prosper you. And to secure you. Verse 2. It says for by it the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith when we believe. And we stand upon the promise that God has given to us we will receive the things that God has promised to us. We will receive. The Bible says, by faith, the elders obtained a good report. Can you tell your neighbor, you will obtain a good report. You will receive a good report. You will receive a good testimony. Hallelujah. When everybody else loses, you will win. When everybody else has written you off, they'll be shocked about the grace and the power of God that has come upon your life. Hallelujah. Give a shout to Jesus. (laughs) Verse 3. It says, Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. What is it that you want? The Bible says the worlds were framed by the word of God. The things we speak bring to pass the things that we have hoped for. The Bible says, through faith, we understand that the words were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made of the things that do appear. In other words, the the things that you see today didn't exist. They came into being because somebody believed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to challenge you today, and uh, we are preaching a message. Can't you do just a little bit more? Can you tell your neighbor, can't you do just a little bit more? Can't you do just a little bit more? I want to challenge you that there is more that we can do. I want to take you through a journey that we have taken with the Lord... This year, we, this is our 24th year. Am I right? 23rd. 23rd. Yeah. 20, 23rd year. Can you give a powerful clap offering to Jesus? Yeah. The Lord has been gracious and merciful to us. Hallelujah. We are, we are delighted. I think about six weeks ago, we had our church starting in, in Australia. Hallelujah. Can you give a powerful clap offering to Jesus? Can't you do just a little bit more? The things we do might look insignificant, might look useless to many others, might look tiring to others, and other people might give excuses when we ask for just a little bit more. You might look at it and say, I will not survive. I will not do well. If I, everything that I do, I have to do for the church. But I want you to understand that all of us can do just a little bit more. Can you tell your neighbor, you can do just a little bit more? Praise the Lord. This word we understand were made by this gentleman called. Joseph G. Morrison, you find this in the writings of Bishop Doug, 1879 to 1939, hallelujah. And this is what he said, God was asking a question, can't you do just a little bit more? This question, this famous question was asked by Morrison, and this is what he said, Uh, As he was ministering, he was a Nazarene minister, and he says, can't you do just a little bit more? In 1930, can't you do just a little bit more? Can you ask your neighbor, can't you do just a little bit more? Can you say to your neighbor, can't you do just a little bit more? You see, all that we have and all that we have achieved is because somebody did just a little bit more. Somebody did just a little bit more. Hallelujah. So, I want to encourage you that it's very important that you should not look down on yourself. The little effort, the little activity that you do can turn the tables and create an environment For God to work in our environment, in our communities. And so that is my challenge to you. Can't you do just a little bit more? Hallelujah. May you be able to do just a little bit more. So that we we may experience the goodness and the power of God. So that through your life, we, we can experience powerful things. I just want to take you through a journey that the church has done much more. In the past four years than in the past 19 years we have done things that possibly I remember 19 uh, 2010 we had a plan it's still there if you go into our archives you will find it we had such a big great plan but it was sabotaged. you know Satan is very wise he says to everybody you are too the church is too busy do your own thing and so when we look at all the people who could have just done just a little bit more, we were taken over by the things that we thought will bring recognition to ourselves. We thought if I work a little bit for myself, I will succeed. I was asking somebody, do you have the house now? After 15 years, do you have a house? They are still renting. They are still what? Renting. Do you have? Because this is what, what you wanted. One young woman said, uh, he's living in Baro Christian Church because there are no brothers suitable. She didn't want to do just a little bit more. Wait. Can you tell neighbor, wait just a little bit more? Hallelujah. Can you tell the sister sitting next to you, wait just a little bit more? <laughs> just wait. Just wait. Just wait. A little bit more. You see, we have we have had we have had people who have come who look at our situation and they think the situation will not change. But I want to tell you that we have done much more in the past four years. And I want to challenge you that I know for a fact that you can do just a little bit more. Just a little bit. Remember me, I know you can just do you can do just a little bit more. We started the branches. That's why I'm preaching the message. We are are going to start new campuses. We are going to start, listen, your involvement or not involvement will not stop us. You will not. You will be like others. Somebody was talking, says, every time I think about the modern Christian church, every time I see the building, I wish I was still part of it. I say, come home. Stop being a prodigal. Can you tell your neighbor, stop being a prodigal. Somebody says, if we talk about genuine ministry, purity, that's what you are pursuing. You are trying to push everybody towards one common goal. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Can you tell your neighbor, we have done much more. But we can do better. Just a little bit more. Hallelujah. We have planted more churches in the church here in Acadia in the past four years than in the 19 years. Hallelujah. We have more elders than we had in the past 19 years. Hallelujah. We have more deacons. We have more leaders as a church. We have done much more ministry than in the past 19 years. We have done the night of glory and miracles. We have gone, we planted more churches. We have done more training than any other time in the life of our church. Can you ask your neighbor, can you do just a little bit more? Can you attend just one class? Just one, one more class. Tell them, just, just one more class. Just one more class. Just one, one more class. Can, can you come and attend just one more class? Can you forgive just one more time? Since we have offended you, can't you forgive? Just one more time. Just one more time. Can you make sense of life? Just one more time. Don't commit suicide. Just, just make sense. Hallelujah. We have given more and spent more money than we have done before. Listen. We, we have spent more money than before. You know, I remember the plenary that we attended when we look at the planner we said we want if any person is to look at our balance sheet if we have one they should see where the money has gone it should not be salaries it should be the work you get it we must not have a very big salary bill and very little work there is a book written by bishop doug it says attempt great things for god can you show your neighbor attempt great things for god you see we we have tried to attempt great things. And I want to say to you, you can attempt great things. You can do much more than what you have done. Just a little bit that you are able to do, that can turn the scale to our favor. I was was just telling my beloved sister to say, the other day when I listened to my wife pray for me, last night, and I said to the Lord, I'm really, I really... (laughs) When I listened to her pray, I I said to the Lord, it is my wife understands. I carry so much weight. (laughs) You know, when they say a pastor has resigned and is depressed as he's leaving the ministry and he has given the mic to Pastor Jeff and say, Pastor Jeff, you know, you say, I'm I'm going on holiday for four weeks. Pastor Jeff, you remain with the church. I never come back. (laughs) It has happened before. But the thing that is keeping us is to try to do great things for God and just a little bit more. Maybe today it will work. But when I listened to my wife pray yesterday, I, I just said to myself, Lord, I think there is somebody who understands the heaviness. I was just thinking, if I kept my work, if I did my businesses, you will not be my problem. I will not be trying to convince you. I'll do whatever I like. I'll go wherever I want to go. I'll do whatever I want to do. You get it? But I've made up my mind that you are my family. I've made up my mind that regardless, I was telling somebody, I said, listen, every time I preach, I say, I've forgiven you before you start. If, if you listen to the offense, you will never serve God. If you listen to what people say, you will never do much more because everybody has a story about me. Many years ago, when the church was starting, somebody complained that I didn't greet them. <laughs> Can you imagine? I came in. With my many things in my head. Just rushing. And and he complained. He told some of my leaders. Pastor is not a friendly person. He didn't greet me. I'm leaving the church. (laughs) I said, listen. You were supposed to touch me and say what? Good morning, pastor. How are you? Why are you not greeting me? Can you ask your neighbor? You didn't greet me. Please tell them. You didn't greet me. I'm getting offended. (laughs) No, just tell them. I have already forgiven you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We have used more money than before. We have used more money than before. Can you do just a little bit more? Can you give just a little bit more? Can you win souls just a little bit more? You know, we we call for meetings. Can we go out? Can we share the gospel? And somebody will see and say... Uh, the the favorite teams, there is a derby. I'm not going out, and your club get beaten because you didn't go out. We blame you. If you went out as an Orlando Pirate, as a Sundown, you will have won. Hallelujah! Can you ask your neighbor? Can't you do just a little bit more? Going to sell, going to sell. Can't. You just come to sell. Don't be difficult. Don't make your situation bigger than it is. Listen, all of us have got problems. Yeah. Come to the branch. Come to the branch. Somebody was coming and said, oh, there are more things. Where is uh, Tobekile? I said to Tobekile, a week after honeymoon, this man is married. Where, where is your wife? Oh, the wife is watching you. You are close to each other. I said, I said after, after they got married, he came and I told him, you are going to be a branch leader. You are going to be a ministry minister. And I said, how life is good is that your life must be complex. If you have got a simple life, you have not started to live. I said, you are living alone, eating the whole loaf by yourself now you can't eat the loaf because your wife must eat half of the loaf you get it but when you thought things were fine guess what has happened now you have a responsibility to care for other people you have a cell you have you had a cell now you have a wife now you have a branch to take care of you get it the life is becoming more complex but the more things pile up the easier the life becomes all people that are doing well in life have more things to do The reason why you are failing you have nothing to do you have time yes you have time you don't have much things to do that's why you are failing you are trying but you are not trying as hard you want your time oh i'm tired i want to relax if you are tired and you want to relax you wouldn't do much I gave, I gave him an example. I said, listen, you are just married. Don't believe the lie. Don't believe the lie. I got married with this young woman. We, this year is our 30th. We are celebrating 30 years of marriage. Yeah. From the first week after our marriage, we went to the street and won souls. I remember very well we closed Eshebin. We burned some gomas, chums, and whatever. Because they were coming to the Lord. They were saying, we want Jesus. We were working. Children, we were young, just like them. I was 23. My wife was 23. Young. Then life became complex. When you have a child, you relate. That's why I say to all the young women who have one child, to say, have a second one. If you are married, please. Can you tell your neighbor, only married people have children. Say it again. Only married people have children. Please, please, please. I've said, to those who are married, to have one child is an is a injustice because the child will create an environment of impossibility. You'll think life is too complex. You have a second child. You'll realize you will no longer be running too far. You start to realize, I've been this way before. You get it? And when you have the third one, you are not going to have problems. Pastor K has a story. He says, when, when you have the first child, you can't even stay at work. Around half past four, you have already packed your bags. You want to go home. When you have a second child, you are not in a hurry to go home. You say, no, the child is fine. When you have a third child, when you get into the house, you are walking like this. You don't want the child to hear you because uh, you are experienced. If they have a pacifier, you know a dummy. When the first child, when the dummy falls to the ground, you boil it four or five times. You put it under, what is those things? Sterilization and whatever. The child will have like five, five pacifiers in the house. One after the other. When the, the second child, when it falls, the second child, you open the tap and just under the tap, <laughs> give it to the child. When you have the third child, if it falls to the ground, you go like this. <laughs> you just give the child. <laughs> so, all the new mothers, all the new mothers, they are still wondering at this miracle to say, oh, this is a powerful miracle. Listen, the, if, if, if you want to experience life, you must have more responsibility. I've been saying to quite a number of young couples, start now. Don't wait. Oh, we wait until we have money. Nobody has had started a family having money. You will never have money in one big lump. We work as we go. We will make it as we go. We will see the child. What will the child eat? Whatever we are eating, the child will eat. Can you ask your neighbor, can't you do just a little bit more? Yes. Just give your tithe consistently just a little bit more. There's no amen. Amen. I said, just pay your tithe consistently just a little bit more. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We are trying to do just a little bit more. We have more pastors than before. Listen. Next year, our faith is we are, we are, we are ordaining twenty new pastors. I hope you will be one of them. <laughs> now, twenty, not not two. Can't you do just a little bit more? I'm asking somebody. Can you ask your neighbor? Can't you do just a little bit more? Can't you come for more training? Can't you come for more training? Can you, can you just stay in the church on Sunday just a little bit more than for you to come in like you're going to a spazza shop? You come in and immediately you are going back. Can you do just a little bit more? Can't you stay in church just a little bit more than for you to say as if, as if you have got something better? to do. Imagine somebody. Can't you just stay just, can't you do just a little bit more? Can't you stay just a little bit more? Can't you participate in growing the church of God just a, a little bit more? Today might not look significant but I'm warning you. You'll be like others who say I saw, I see what's happening in church. I wish I could be there. But pride can stop you from participating in the great things that god is doing am i talking somebody we have more land than before in the past four years as a church can't you do just a little bit more can we build one more church can you ask your neighbor can not we plant one more church can't you be a pastor Can you ask your neighbor, why are you not a shepherd? Ask your neighbor, why are you not a shepherd? Everybody can do something a little bit more. Can't you do something a little bit more? Can't you do doing less It might look easy, but doing less causes impoverishment and misery. If you look at all the people who say, I want my life, I want to experience, we had some elders that we knew that came from somewhere. They came and joined us. Our church was still very young, it's 21, 22 years ago. We were very happy that they have come and they visit us to say, oh, we are coming to visit you. We were very happy. We knew they have moved to town. They are coming to stay in Pretoria. When they came, I pleaded with them. I said, please come and help us. Can you say, please come and help us? But the man told me to my face, I want to relax. Can you tell your neighbor, I want to relax. He says, I've been in the cold face of ministry far too long. Me and my wife We're elders where we come from. We'll be preaching if pastor is not around. We have done so much. We just want to take our holiday. As we speak, they are not married. Anymore. No, it's true. And if I was to tell you the story, you will be shocked how even their marriage parted. Because they wanted to take a break. You see, the deception of having little bits you can be deceived by the things you have. Can we go to Revelation chapter 3, verse 17? You can be deceived by the things you have. We can start from... Are you there? My screen is, is, is totally off. I don't see anything. Okay, let me read from my iPad since you are not helping me. Uh, Revelation chapter 3 we can start from verse 15 it says I know your works that you are neither cold nor hot I could wish you were cold or hot so then because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot I will vomit you out of my mouth I will do what? Have you tried to drink warm water? You can try it tonight. Drink a lot of warm water at the same time. Everything that is in your stomach will come out. Most of us have become warm water Christians. Can you touch your sister and say, Hi, warm water Christian. Can you ask them, How are you Warm water. We we don't know if you are coming or if you are going. We don't know if you are coming or you are going. Pride make people to be lukewarm. People will say, "Oh, I'm busy. I'm working. I'm doing my masters." Pastor, I'm doing my masters. You know, it's like it's like we don't have the chance to go to school ourselves. Hallelujah. I'm preaching good. Even if you don't say amen, Mrs. Hallelujah. We are too busy because God has blessed us. Yeah. Let's read verse, verse, verse 17. It says, Because thou sayest, I am rich. And increased with goods. And have need of nothing. Really. Don't you have need of anything? It says I've increased. I have more. I'm living in total abundance. I've got extra. But he's saying there. Because thou says I'm rich. I've increased in goods. I I need nothing. And it says there. Knoweth not that thou art wretched. Miserable. And poor and blind, and naked. Pride will take off your Christianity. Pride will take away your moral responsibility to preach the gospel. Because you look at yourself, pride is the greatest enemy to doing just a little bit more. Because you can say, I've contributed already. Yet you can do much more. Yet, you can do much more. Can you your neighbor, you can do much more. You can do much more. There is more that we can do. When we are doing the branches, we are just trying to do just a little bit more. When we come for prayer, we are just trying to do just a little bit more. When we go out for visitation, we are just trying to do Just a little bit more. When we stay for training in the church, we are trying just to do something just a little bit more. We are trying to turn the tide. The Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 11, it says, give your share to seven or to eight, for you do not know which one will succeed. I think it's verse 2. You can start from verse 1. It says, cast your bread upon the waters, for you will find it after many days. Do not withhold your hand. It says, cast their bread. You'll find it after many days. Verse 2, please. It says, give a portion to seven and also to eight. That's what I'm saying to you. Can't you do just a little bit more? Can't you extend yourself further than what you have done? What we are calling for is that we want a revived, powerful, moving church. We don't want members of the church who sit in church just to criticize. Just to look at us and talk about us while they do nothing. But we want you to come and be in the, in the toughest part of the ministry. Hallelujah. Can you tell neighbor can't you do just a little bit more? Yeah. All of us can do a little bit more. Abandon your vision. Abandon your vision. Abandon. Most marriages suffer because people, you have have got two people with two visions. Ministries suffer because you have got two people. You have got people in the church who are in church but don't want anything about church. But they want everything from church. Abandon your own vision. Abandon your own vision. I've seen lives of people delayed by their own vision. Trying, as as compared to all of them coming together to do something great, everybody wants to do the little thing. And the little thing that you're trying to do will not go very far. Mrs. Ramado, abandon your vision. Did you hear what I said? Abandon your vision. Be the number one supporter of your husband. It says by wisdom a house is built, not by money. By what? By wisdom. Let those who want to work work. But by wisdom, a house is built, and by understanding, the house. Is filled with all good and precious things. I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. I'm talking to you. Abandon. Abandon the vision. God has great things for you. If, if you will open your heart, you will be shocked. You will be saying to yourself, is it really true? But sometimes, we are the ones who are standing against the Lord. We will not do anything extra. We will not do anything more. No, we will not do it. I will not do it. Hallelujah. Can you say to your neighbor, can't you do just a little bit more? Let, let's go to the book of Esther, chapter 4. From verse 16. Mother guy was saying to, to Queen Esther, can't you do just a little bit more? Let's start from verse Fourteen, please. Esther chapter four, fourteen. It was on my screen. It disappeared. I don't know what you did. Okay, let's go to Holman uh, Bible Translation, please. It says, if you keep silent at this time. The mother guy was talking to Queen Esther, who felt in her heart that she was in a privileged position, and she didn't want to get involved. So when the, the mother guy spoke to, to Esther, Esther felt like, I'll give you the clothes, I'll cover you, I'll protect you. And this is what mother guy said to him. If you keep silent, can you tell your neighbor, if you keep silent at this time, Liberation, can you say it? Liberation and deliverance will come to the Jewish people from another place. Hallelujah. He was saying to her, help will come with you or without you. Yeah, you can keep, you know, we need, we need more money than before. People don't pay tithes. They don't pay tithes. They come to church. We 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 are suffering. We can't do much. We 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 have made prayer available. People don't come for prayer. He said, "Help will come." He said, "If you keep silent at this time, liberation and deliverance will come from uh, to the Jewish people from another place. But you and your father's house will be destroyed." This is not a new story. We know it. We have seen people who God has raised to support the kingdom, to work for the kingdom, to lift up the kingdom. They will not do it. They will not do it. In a sense, today, as compared to people giving money to the church, they will want to keep it so that they can give it as and when they want to. with somebody. It says, "From help will come from another place, but you and your father's house will be destroyed. Who knows? Can you tell your neighbor? Who knows? Perhaps, can you say it? Perhaps you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this, just to do a little bit more. Who knows? Perhaps you have come into the kingdom for such a time as this, just to do just a little bit more. You are saying to the queen, Who knows? You are not the queen for any other thing, but for this purpose. You were you were put in this position that you are in in order to do this one thing for God. Just to be a cell leader. Just to be a shepherd. You were put in the kingdom just to be a shepherd. You were put in the kingdom just to be a supporter financially, faithfully, to do so. Unwavering, reigning, or come rain or sunshine, you are there. Dependable. Who knows that you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this? Who knows that you have come for such a time as this? God, from the beginning, didn't bring you here so that you become a spectator. As a church, just city center, here in the city center, we want 30 campuses. How many campuses? How many campuses? How many campuses? 30 campuses. We have different levels of ministry in the church. We have got the cell. A cell leader is one of the most powerful leader in our church. Do you get it? From the cell leader, we have got the ministry minister. Ministry shepherd. He takes care of five cells. He supervises them. He runs the branch, which is between 30 and 75 people. You get it? Then he moves. From there, you have got what we call a pastor, a regional shepherd. A pastor takes care of about five branches, which is around 25 cells. Then we have what we call district. District is a campus. So, when we say we want 30 campuses, we simply mean every campus, minimum, 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 every campus must have five pastors, minimum. In Acadia, by next year, this time, possibly we'll have more than five pastors. mid-range campus should have five pastors. Who all of them are really working very hard? Imagine somebody. Who are doing what? Working very hard. Working very hard. Working. That's why we say, can't you do just a little bit more? Some of you, you are so competent and so able that Satan is afraid. If you, if you wake up, he knows hell, fire will be ten times more. Hellfire will be ten times more. He knows you will destroy the kingdom of darkness by just rising up. Can't you do just a little bit more? That's, that's all. Nothing more. Pastor Jeff, it is good to be in my opinion. We understand you are busy everywhere. Can't you do just a little bit more? simple me. can't you do Just a little bit more. I saw that the money can't you do just a little bit more? Mama Sangu, Mashutu, can't you do just a little bit more? Mama can't you do just a little bit more? Ladies, can't you do just a little bit more? I was saying to my wife, Look at your son. He has become a submarine. Can't you do just a little bit more? Can't you do just this message? You will remember it. I'm telling you, you will remember this. Will not be a campus, it will be a branch. This, this. If it's a campus, will remain it will remain the status of a campus. We'll just say it's the mother church. Let's honor it. Let's do what? Let's honor it. But there is a day you will say, I was there. I used to be there. And people will ask you, why are you not like them? Why are you not like them? He said, Mother Guy said to him, perhaps you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Nehemiah was moved, his heart was moved. When he had the pain and the struggle. And he said to Israel, look at the reproach that we have. Look at the reproach that we have. Look at the reproach that we have. He says, you know, let, let us rebuild. Let us rebuild. Let us come again and work. Who knows, perhaps you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. You have been sitting, Mara Sibota, and saying, I will do it. But I think this is too much work. This is too much work. I'll take it slow. I'll take it slow. Who knows that you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Pelindaba has blown up. It's so big. People are stealing land like crazy. Everywhere. Souls. If you see those mushengu. You should be counting my member, 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 my member. Mama Shelly, my member, my member, my member, my member. But you are the one who's looking at them and say, "Hey, where do they come from? They are like ants. You sleep when you wake up in the morning. They are there. Who knows?" You have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Every eye closed, every head bowed. I want to pray together with you. Maybe you have come today because you are invited. Or you have come because you are a member of the church. But I want to pray together with you. Who knows? Perhaps. You have come to Immanuel Christian Church for such a time as this. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have an everlasting life. Jesus Christ died for you and Jesus Christ loves you. He has given his life that you may do just a little bit more. Jesus gave his life that you may do just a little bit more i want to pray together with you if you are here say pastor i want to receive jesus i want to be born again i want to be a child of god i want my sins to be forgiven lift up your hand wherever you are seated and we'll pray together